Hey, hey, hey. Sunday morning. Uh, August. We here? 11th? August 11th. We're in Phoenix at 7.20 in the morning. And it's a rare, rare, rare 83 degrees and 55% humidity. It's so rare to be 83. 83... 55% humidity, that gives us a dew point of 65. 65 and I'm about to run bud. That's the uh, an air conditioner going in the background because 83 is still a little warm and we, we keep the house at 78. So putting the old harness on bud. Bud's ready for a walk. We had a little rain last night, a little kind of dampness, a, a light rain, and it cooled things off. So we're at 83. And my, my thoughts here, I'm going to try to keep this one short. So, again, unplanned podcast. So unplanned. Maybe I should just set a goal. It's like these unplanned podcasts. Keep them less than 20 minutes. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm learning. But it's sunny out this morning. Few wispy clouds in the skies. Sunday morning. Um, yeah. Am I am I self-aware? I guess I am. I don't know. I'm self-aware, but what good is it to do? Because I know being self-aware. <laughs> I guess I'm an asshole too. I mean, just because you're self-aware doesn't mean you're an ass. It's being self-aware and then doing something about it. So, oh. Gosh. And then there's the debate on, hey, just be yourself. <laughs> hey, Mike, just just be yourself, man. So, I mean, I guess there's people that are, are forgiving and understanding in this world. And so that you can be your, quote unquote, be yourself and just go with it. And okay. But I am, then when you're a people pleaser, when you tend to want to please people, it gets a little challenging, right? That must maybe that's the cognitive dissonance in my head. Is uh, you want to please people, and you're growing in self-awareness, so you realize, hey, this is kind of this this kind of attitude or approach or things might piss people off. So I better not do that. So there's the self-awareness and changing behaviors. So I got, I'm not I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to learn to accept myself, of course, but also accept others. So I had a little encounter with a guy who I, w- I would consider as a friend, but he got frustrated or something. There was something going on in his head, and he just abruptly ended the conversation and left. And I was kind of ticked off about that because I was building up to a point that I really liked. And I thought it was important because I recently discovered something that I thought he would be, uh, he would resonate with. <laughs> and I'm getting, I'm getting uh, more comfortable using the, the term resonation. But, you know, resonating frequencies is a engineering term. And uh, it's also kind of like a new agey spiritual term two vibrations man 
vibrate. <laughs> and perhaps there's something with it, but it, there, it's more like thoughts. And you know, you meet people, and you're like, "Hey, I, I, I really enjoy this conversation because we kind of have similar thoughts or interested in things." And I had a friend who, who um, said, "Mike, people, people don't like to go as deep into things as you like to go into. You, you probably, you know, Mike, you're probably driving." people nuts because you gotta like to go so deep so yeah yeah so that's part of the self-awareness thing try to back off and uh but i'm and also a conversationalist so i usually i think i'm a conversationalist i talk and ask people questions so i am hopping around subject to subject i have different events in the last 24 hours that are in my head right so i'm processing those things and one was the the main one was the disappointment because i still feel it with this friend that i've known for 20 some years and just his abrupt departure now what i should do or what i'm going to try to do is like let it go and just go hey there's there's probably a lot of crap going on in his head and his response to me is not 100% um, because of me. Um, he's got some crap going on in his head and mine. So that's a little bit of grace on my part. Um, but yeah, there's tension there. I think he kind of wants to blame me, <laughs> blame me for something, right? Whatever, whatever his abrupt departure, he probably heard something coming from me that just rubbed him the wrong way. And so he'd made a quick departure. And it wasn't so much argumentative. It was just kind of like, you know, I don't want to hear this or whatever. I don't know. And it was kind of weird because it was mostly just political abstract shit that, you know, most people, you can usually talk about politics. And we and he and I really agree on most things, too. That's just that's a confusing thing. So I was going down a political discussion that normally we would see eye to eye on. But he just, I guess... You know, there must be maybe something going on in his mind and experience that he just doesn't want to get into politics or something. We sort of talked about it for a little bit on the surface, and then, then I was going deep. I was going to go. <laughs> I was, I was going to do one of my deep things, right? So, anyways, that's uh, that relationship. So I got to just let it go. And yeah, I'm opinionated about stuff, and uh. Self-awareness, back off. I guess I gotta learn to back off because I usually drive things home. And I'm and uh, this week with the revelation of the was it the spiritual exercises of Ignatius, fascinating a discovery that um, someone pointed out to me, and I'm like, this is really cool, Ignatius, and um from the 1500 Spanish guy and he, he I think he formed the Jesuits which morning he, he um, helped form the Jesuit um, ministry or whatever they call that in the Roman Catholic Church the I don't know if it was Fr- I think Franciscans are different and then uh, Jesuits are their own group so um, yeah so there's a lot to research there and uh yeah i kind of appreciate the old ignatius thing i think there's something good there so i'm thankful for my colleague that uh 
gave me some feedback on a spiritual discipline that I like, which is the reading the books of uh, the New Testament post, post-resurrection stuff, you know. So I'm all about, because that's where we are right now. We're post-resurrection, so. And we're spiritual, and we're deep on spirituality. And I'm deeply sarcastic sometimes, right? Deep, going deep. So what else has happened? So then we went to like a, a informal, one of these uh, get-togethers with people we hardly ever see, going back a couple years into the baseball, the youth baseball times, high school baseball. So some families from that, I was really appreciative of a woman and setting up a party and having us participate. So these are folks I don't really know. and So guess what I do? I control what the hell I say. I don't go political. I keep it out of the politics. I just ask questions about people and engage in conversation. Because that's what I do. And as one guy says, I'm like, oh, you're Mr. Ask. You ask a lot of questions. Not in the ask method kind of way, but just ask in the in the uh, get people engaged in conversation kind of way. So I had a good time talking about stuff, whatever. No big revelations or anything, but just good. So that was another encounter. And then we came home and watched a movie last night on Netflix, Alone in Berlin. Now, that Alone in Berlin, that could be that could be all kinds of things. But uh, here comes some doggies. Hey, good morning. How are these guys doing? They're doing pretty good. Yeah. Hey, they're excited. You guys want to say hi? Sniff a little bit? <laughs> okay. Saying hi. Very good. Oh, yeah. I have a good day. So, um, yeah, alone in Berlin. Because, uh, yeah, I have a. Uh, my wife and I lived there for almost five years, so those kind of titles always attract our attention. And it could be anything, right? Berlin has had a long history. I think it's about 800 years now. It's not really like a super old city, but I'm sure someone could do some interesting original Berlin type stuff, whatever that is. So it could be anything. It could be 1800s. I got a book on Albert Einstein, so he was a Berlin guy. Um, so that's kind of an interesting book about, I think it was called, I think it's called Albert's War or something. He was developing his theory of relativity in like 1914, and then World War I broke out, so it kind of messed up his um, development of the theory of relativity. But that, that's a, a side story, too. But um, so Alone in Berlin, title really doesn't tell you a whole lot. Could be a romantic comedy for all I know, right? But, you know, you, you, you can tell from the image of the film, it's, oh, this is a World War II story. So that, you know, I don't know if you probably, with my analytical mind, it's like you can stack up like 10 movies with Berlin in the title and uh, or something to do with Berlin, probably eight out of ten are going to be World War II 
stories. <laughs> and now we're getting more and more stories of the post-wall thing, or even even post-World War II East German stories. Those are people people are are drawing out East German stories that really weren't out in public until the wall came down in '89. So there's more and more of these stories about what it was like to live in the DDR. So those are kind of fun too. Um, so Alone in Berlin, yeah, we watched that movie and a guy's son was killed in France in like 1940, first 12 months of the war. And they get bitter about it. Uh, it's their only son. We don't get a whole lot of backstory about how the son got into the army, but obviously there was, he had been in there for more than 12 months. They didn't, they staffed up in the good times, sort of, sort of speak, from like 35 to 38. Those three years, the economy, everything was booming. There's a lot of investment and things. And so a lot of Germans say like, man, you know, from 1933 to 1938, 39, that those five or six years, you know, the economy was turned around, people were really happy. And everybody, you know, the majority of people thought, hey, this Hitler guy is all right. But then the war started, and then it started to crash. Reality started setting in about the objectives of the guy. And um, so, and there was other signs too. The anti-Semitism was uh, coming up early on, and there were there was other signs that things were bad. But you know, that's it's a movie, and it's it's an okay movie. It's a couple that um, was highly disappointed from morning from their son being. Killed, of course. How you doing? Great. 83 degrees on August, what is it, 11th, yeah? <laughs> we get one day reprieve. So, yeah, we're out. The Phoenix people are out walking their dogs this morning. In the sunshine, feeling good. So about four more weeks, so this will be a more regular occurrence. And then we'll get like nine months. Well, maybe nine. Eight, eight. Eight solid months of no problem, man. The weather is fine here. So you put up with three to four months of challenging times with the weather. So it's hibernation. Yeah, this is the, coming out of our hibernation time. And in hibernation, you gain weight in hibernation. So we... we I would say probably most Arizona people gain weight during the summer. And then we get rid of it in the winter because we're outside walking around, getting some movement going. And uh, so, yeah, the movie, the, they are defiant, and they decide to go defiant by writing these little postcards against the government and placing them around the city. So kind of interesting story. And also it's very cultural, too, because this kind of thing probably wouldn't work in today's day but the people had fear you know so like these these uh, radical comments against the government being left around the city of Berlin most of them were turned into the police they're like holy cow I got to turn this into the police because it is so anti-government right 
And we, I mean, in today's 2019 USA, there's anything goes, man. People say whatever the crap they want on Twitter, Facebook. So this is just like a, a non-issue in today's world. But back then, it was a, a, a way of defiance. So anyways, fast forward to the end of the movie. They get caught. They get busted. And I was surprised. They actually got guillotined. So now I have to research, like, the guillotine was a really big deal in the French Revolution. About 150 years before that, 100, 120, 150 years before that, the guillotine in France was a big deal. But apparently these two, the husband and wife, got guillotined at the end. And I'm just curious, like, how many Germans were guillotined because it's an unusual way of doing it because usually they were really quick and happy at the trigger to pull the gun shoot somebody but I wonder what the special circumstances are for getting the guillotine so um, yeah the movie philosophical challenging moving emotional standing up against hey dogs morning standing up against the uh, the machine so, why is this podcast going to be cut off here soon? Well, um, talking to my mom, she's 94, and she's got, she grew up in a challenging situation. She was middle, she had an older brother um, and a younger sister. So, it, to me, I mean, this is one of my lifelong beefs with, fam- with, with quote-unquote the family. So I'm the youngest out of all these tribes, except for two late additions. So um, I guess that makes me the third youngest. So you have three families, the, the Norwegian families. The oldest son, he, got, uh, he was born because of a remarriage. So the older brother had some kind of divorce situation. I don't know what was but remarried so there was a late son actually it's kind of interesting too because it's almost biblical in that the four daughters so he'd never had a son but it wasn't quite like Henry VIII that had to go with Anne Boleyn or whatever that is I don't know if that's the basic story is Henry Henry VIII wasn't getting a son so he remarried so my uncle didn't I don't think it came down that way it was some other things going on, but I was probably like one years old at the time. So yeah, I'm really gonna be observant. But I was pretty close to getting my hand burnt by the iron, by my dad apparently. So yeah, I got my hand burnt at that time. So uncle separates and then um, the young, younger sister of my mom's had a a late, uh, a late birth. So I may pause. I'm going to pause the podcast now because there's a lot of dogs out here, which is really cool. And so I'm going to chat. And it might be the highlight of these podcasts is when I talk to dog owners. So, but I don't really know. Hey, hey, buddy. So, hold on. All right, we are back. That was a long chat. It's 8.15, so I don't know. That was probably a 20-minute offline 
podcast, but it was probably, in hindsight, I probably should have recorded it because it was uh, kind of fascinating. Um, Mike's got a German Shepherd, and we've we've had discussions over the years. Bud's my famous buddy, rattlesnake pitcher. I think that rattlesnake eventually got Mike's German Shepherd, <laughs> and he had to get the rattlesnake venom to save his dog. So. It's been a couple years now, and uh, his dog's doing well, although he got poisoned by some rat poison, he thinks, because his neighbor was throwing rat poison out in the backyard, and mice came around, and he thinks mice came over to his yard with the poison, and his dog got some. So anyway, it's a long story about that, but that wasn't the interesting part. The interesting part was like politics, right? He's from New York. Mike's from New York. Irish guy. I didn't know that. So we talked for a long time. So the synopsis of it was I backed off. I wasn't pushing my thing. We had a nice conversation. I, had, I listened to what his viewpoints are and things like that. So again, we all make our decisions in our heart and justify with our mind. <laughs> Famous marketing concept. People decide in their heart and justify with their mind. So there you go, folks. Now, do knowing principles, is it like self-awareness we talked about earlier? It's one thing to know these things, but now it's time to put them in practice. So anyway, I don't know if you can apply that to the interviewing process. Just sit there and go, hey, guys, uh, thanks for the interview. just want to end with this, you know. I firmly believe that people decide with their heart about whether this is the right thing or not. And then you justify with your mind. So you can justify hiring me for many, many reasons, but it comes down to the heart. What do you want? <laughs> is, this, is this a fit or not? So anyway, we'll see how that goes. Maybe I can apply that some way. But yeah, so I, I've cut that off, uh, previous conversation off abruptly. I just wanted to quickly tie it together. Um, I, uh, talking about my family and the family relationships. So my mom's 94. My aunt, who the evil aunt, we call her. I call her anyways. Nobody else does in the family, but I'm the baby of my wing. The tri, tri wing of the family. I'm the baby with his hand burnt by an iron. Sensitive. I'm a sensitive dude. <laughs> and... So, yeah, I grew up observing all this shit. And, uh, yeah, so the uncle has passed away. And we always thought he was super wealthy, successful, and things. So that's kind of interesting, too. This will play out in my mind over the next years, however long I live. But old rich, rich uncle, we all thought, didn't seem to, like, spend it all near the end or somehow or something. But... His uh, surviving spouse has a little bit of financial problems. Not not heavy, and I'm sure they'll work it all out. But um, in hindsight, it looks like my dad, who wasn't super wealthy, set my mom up really well. So that's good. And uh, But, you know, I don't know. It just goes to show you. I'm, I'm uh, uh, unfortunately, I... Whatever reason, I believe I have faith 
things happen for a reason. Joseph sold into slavery for a reason. Job had things taken away for a reason. So there is the God factor. It's not, we, I think we tend to look to people and stories and people's experience to try to make sense of our own. And it's difficult uh, as, like if I went to, to an engineering school, graduates in engineering and said, hey, you know, I am so successful as an engineer and here's what I did as I went to Germany and joined this um, engine partnership and it was the best thing ever and that's what you should do. Well, they can't really do that because that's not possible anymore. It's not, not a situation. So you could broaden that. That's a particular of the general. The general idea is just go for it. Just go do cool stuff. Don't we see an opportunity that looks cool? Go for it. So, I mean, that would be the message. But the particulars, you can't duplicate. You can't, you can't redo that because it doesn't exist. So, um, yeah, so that's my thought on that. So the reason I was supposed to keep this talk short is I need to call my brother because my brother told me that evil aunt's husband Bill, Uncle Bill, who I didn't really know well because of the separation of the family and stuff, but I know a little bit about Bill, uh, Uncle Bill, and the other one was Uncle Bob. And um, so uh, Uncle Bill has passed away recently. It could have been last week, could have been a month ago. Because the families don't talk, we don't know. But he was probably 94 or so in Michigan. So I want to call my brother and find out because my brother told talked to my mom about it but he never talked to me about it so and I'm not hurt emotionally because my brother didn't talk to me but it is what it is so I want to give him a call here before I get home so I don't know what is this podcast about what are this what were the gems I hope you were blessed and found some value out of this um, it is kind of my sharing of thoughts which may be total whack job thoughts. I don't know. But uh, they are my thoughts and I will own them. And if you are blessed by them, that is awesome because we do want to love everyone always and even people that struggle. And I guess I got to hold things loosely too. I'm thinking back on this political discussion with my German Shepherd owner. Just yeah, we had a good conversation, ended civilly, and but uh, we could probably both tell that <clears throat> we disagree a hundred percent on things, <laughs> on some political things. So, with that, I will let it go, and may you have a wonderful day. And we'll see if I can piece this together. So, bye bye.